0: Good afternoon, brothers and sisters. <laughs> How we are you all today? So, welcome to SGC Live once more. Uh, the, for those who are joining us for the first time, uh, this is the live version of the, of the uh, what do you call it. The live version of our group cultivation, SGC stands for Spiritual Group Cultivation. Uh, we used to have it in the Buddhist library, but because of the coronavirus, the COVID-19, so we have shifted online. So last week, uh, last week I made a request uh, for for everyone to post your. The topic of interest that you like me to share on. How uh, come there are people crying? <laughs> the the smiley face, there are people crying. So uh, last week I posted, uh, I I asked uh, for for uh, for viewers to to post. Uh, topics of interest and also questions that you all may have. Uh, so so far <laughs> so far I've received one, one, uh, one uh, message. So uh, I'm going to cover that, uh, that, um, that uh, question. So it comes from one of you. Uh, and I'm going to share the background uh, a bit, a bit, with the names uh, omitted. So this this student of mine uh, shares that um, so at her at her home uh, she's facing a certain problem, yeah, um, and it is to do with the tap. So whenever her uh, neighbor uses the, the tap then the, the, the house tap would rattle and then uh, to that point where it actually caused the tap to leak <laughs> so that's quite uh, extreme uh. so it also creates vibration and sound so he, she, she reported she, uh, she asked the neighbor to do something about it Uh, and then she also reported to the authorities to look into it so they did some tests and then uh, initially it was thought that it was her her own tap that's the problem but then after changing her tap it still um, it still rattles it still makes a sound and mind you it's without her using so it's uh, uh, it's because of the I think from connected to the neighbor's site. So later on she reported again and then it was discovered that the neighbor actually uses uh, pressure uh, pressure piping and because of that when the neighbor uses, then the, the pressure causes vibration in, in her on her side. Uh, but when she went, went forward to <laughs> ask her neighbor to uh, do something about it, her, ma- her neighbor <laughs> gave her, her a very interesting retort. Her neighbor said that uh, she, being a Buddhist, how can she be so. Uh, how can she be like that? Why isn't she compassionate? Yeah, something like that. That her neighbor expects her as a Buddhist to just um, accept it. Yeah, that as a Buddhist, you shouldn't ask us to change our tech. <laughs> So this is the uh, this is the predicament that my this student asked. Uh, so today we're gonna talk about uh, patience. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna search. I'm gonna um, share with you uh, one or two sutta uh, regarding this. Yeah. So. Uh, There's this sutta called simile of a soul. Yeah. It's the Kaka Chupama Sutta from Majima Nikaya uh, number twenty one. Yeah, I'm gonna send y'all the link uh, so y'all can take a look. It's available in access to insight.org. It's also accessible. On dharmatalks.org, so let me just post it up. Mm. So I'll post both links so you can choose which one you want to read. Yeah. The simile of the saw. <coughs> so this is a sutta. Uh, so uh, this sutta is very interesting because um, let me see uh the the one the one that I shared uh, in Dhammatalks.org doa- is the complete one. Yeah. Good afternoon to those who just join us. Uh, Tracy, uh, Singy, uh, Sui Heng, Christina, Ily. Oh, Venerable Ratanasara. Ah, beautiful. (laughs) Ah, Very pleased to see Venerable Ratanasara online. So, in this sutta, I'm going to just read some parts of it and then share with you. I have heard that on one occasion, the Blessed One was staying near Savati in Jeta's Wolf, Anatta monastery. Now, on that occasion, Venerable Moliya, ghana was spending too much time entangled with the nuns this is how much he was spending time and with the nuns uh, how much yeah so the, so the the backdrop that there, there's a uh, there's this monk who, who had some issue in a community and then he would um he would uh in a way quarrel with them uh, with others. And then the Buddha gave shared a story. Uh, so the Sutta, I'm going to just read a um, part of it, and then you all can take a look. Okay. So he 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 was very intertwined with the nuns to the extent where if anyone were to speak in disgrace of the nuns in his presence, he would be angered, displeased, and would make an issue of it. Yeah. And if um, any any monk were to speak in dispraise of him in presence of the nuns, they will be angered. displeased and make an issue of it. Yeah. So this is how intertwined he is. Yeah. So then one of the monks went to the Buddha and then uh, shared the situation. Then the Buddha um, called him over. Yeah. So called him over um, and yeah, uh, asked him, you know, whether this situation is true, yeah, the Buddha is very interesting. We can, uh, in a way, we can learn a lot from the Buddha. Well, of course, we can like, learn a lot from the Buddha. But many times you see that when something happened, uh, the monks or nuns or the lay people uh, would report it to the Buddha and consult him. Yeah, in a way, he'll be like the arbiter. He'll be, he will decide on, on the matter. Uh, but he don't just listen to one side. He will ask. The said person to verify, yeah, and this is what he did. Then the Buddha asked him whether he is a clansman who has gone far from homeless life into homelessness out of conviction, and the, this venerable Pugana said yes, yes, Lord. So then he replied, he said that it's not fitting for you to do that in that case, not fitting for him to be so embroidered, so, so so tight. Huh? <laughs> In today's lingo, it be being so tight with the nuns yeah. and uh, that he should abandon any desires related to household life and any thought related to the household life. And then he should, train, he should train himself. My mind will be unaffected. I will say no evil words. I will remain sympathetic to that person's welfare and uh, with a mind of goodwill and with no inner hate, that's how you should train yourself. Yeah. So, uh, so this is where it becomes interesting. Yeah. So, b- prior to seeing the Buddha, this monk would get upset even if someone says something about the nuns. Yeah. Uh, now the Buddha is saying you should remain with your mind unaffected. Yeah, and not say any evil words. That means. Even no matter what happened, you should not say anything unwholesome. Yeah? And you should be remain sympathetic to that person's welfare. Yeah? That means wishing for welfare towards the others, yeah? regardless of what they say. With a mind of goodwill, with no inner heat. Mm. To what extent? To the extent where, even if the nuns, that means the nuns in this case is whom he is very close to. It yeah? means he cares a lot for them. In a way, um, in our daily life, this is very true also, isn't it? Sometimes, we can bear, we can practice patience towards others when people say hurtful things to us. But when, when something hurtful is said to our loved ones, oh, maybe we cannot take it. So the Buddha's advice is to practice um Good will uh, to practice uh, in a way to have no inner heat. Yeah, to what extent? To the extent where, even if someone were to give a blow with a hand, a stone, or a rod, or even with a knife, uh, this maybe most of us maybe cannot take it, even with a knife. Mm. To the to the person that we care for. in this case the nuns for venerable Pugana, that um, he should abandon any desires related to household life, any thoughts related to the household life, that his mind should be unaffected, Uh, he should train himself to the point where the mind is unaffected, that he will not say any evil words, remain sympathetic to the person's welfare with a mind of goodwill and no inner hate. Then, if someone were to speak disgrace of yourself, yeah, you should of course also do the same. Yeah, and if someone were to physically hurt you, you should do the same. <coughs> mm. So, uh, then the Buddha addressed the monks. Monks, how the monks used to satisfy my mind. Yeah, there was a case, monks, when I addressed the monks. That means the Buddha would Uh, the Buddha is sharing how in the past uh, the monks uh, uh, in a way fit fit with how the Buddha expect them to practice so the monks used to tell tell the Buddha used to tell the monks that he eat a single meal a day so eating a single meal a day uh, the Buddha perceived uh, no illness yeah, Next to no illness, next to no affliction, lightness, strength, and a comfortable abiding. So you too should eat a single meal. is yeah, one meal a day, the, the, the noon meal. <coughs> Eating a single meal yeah, uh, a day, you too will perceive next to no illness, next to no afflictions, uh, lightness, strength, and a comfortable abiding. I had no need for instructions for these monks, for those monks. I needed only to arouse mindfulness in them. Yeah. So the Buddha is saying that in the past there were monks uh, whom, to whom, it's easy for him to train. He just need to teach them on mindfulness. No need to say too much. <coughs> so then Buddha go further, uh, giving the example of the. Four kinds of uh, the, the chariots at four crossroads, yeah, with different horses, yeah, or with the horses, and the, and the horses would go whichever direction that the the dexterous driver would uh, would steer them, yeah, just like uh, how the Buddha. Uh, he didn 't have to give too much instructions, yeah? no need to give much instructions. He just need to arouse mindfulness in them, so the Buddha in this way tell the monks that they should commit themselves to skillful qualities yeah to train yeah and and in a way <laughs> this is with respect to Barabha Pugana that t- for the Buddha to have to tell him, you must not allow yourself to uh, to uh, arise anger, yeah, it means that in the past, before that, the monks didn't need this kind of instructions. Yeah, so <coughs> then the Buddha gave one, uh, one, uh, what do you call it, this is a parable, this, this is not a parable, this is actually a story, shared with him a story, uh, shared with him a story. There's this uh, lady of a household named uh, Vedi Hika. And this is in Savati. So, this lady, uh, Vedika, Vedihika, this lady Vedihika uh, had a certain reputation. Yeah, the reputation was that lady Vedihika is gentle, is mild, tempered, is calm. Yeah. So three qualities: gentle, mild, tempered, and calm. So. Uh, this this lady, Vahidika, had a slave named Kali. Kali was diligent, deaf, and neat. Deft. Not, not deaf, ah. Uh, <laughs> Deft. That means very nimble, good at what she was doing. And neat in her work. So then this Kali, the, the slave, this servant, this slave, uh, had this thought. Ah, my lady, Vahidika, uh, has this uh, report about her that she's gentle, she's uh, mild tempered and she's calm. Then she has this question. Is anger present in my lady without showing or is it absent? Yeah, Or is it just because I'm diligent, deft and neat in my work that the anger present in my lady doesn't show? Why don't I test her? <laughs> uh, do you all meet people who test you <laughs> uh, or do you all, are you all the tester uh, do, you all, do you all like to test people so wh- what did so this this uh, servant this slave had this thought maybe my lady is uh, has this good Reputation being gentle, mountain tempered and calm uh, but the truth is maybe she has anger but it's just that I'm a very good worker because I'm a very good worker that's why she can be gentle she can be mild tempered and she, cal- she can become uh, or is it that she is really so that it's not because of me uh, so this Kali had this thought then she thought maybe I can that she can test her out so, <coughs> Kali, the slave, got up after daybreak. Yeah, meaning that usually the the servant would uh, wake up after daybreak. So on the first day, she got up after daybreak. Then the lady, uh, her, 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 her lady, Vedeika, said to her, "Hey, Kali, K- hey Kali." Yeah. So she replied, "What, madam? Why did you get up after daybreak? No reason." <laughs> madam <laughs> no, no reason <laughs> oh this is really quite quite funny huh? no reason you wicked slave and yet you get up after daybreak angered and displeased she scowled yeah so uh so this is the first day so after this kali the slave had this thought anger is present in my lady without showing and not absent and it's just because I'm diligent, deaf, and neat in my work that the anger present in my lady doesn't show. Why don't I test her some more? <laughs> Please don't go to work and test with her or test with her at home. <coughs> I think life is, life is uh, difficult enough. <laughs> uh, so uh, the next day Uh, Or another time, Kali got up even later. First, she was supposed to wake up before daybreak, then she wake up after daybreak. Now she got up even later in the day. So the lady asked, hey Kali, what madam, why did you get up later in the day? And again she replied, no reason. So again, the, the lady got angered and displeased and scolded her. No reason you wicked slave and yet you get up later in the day. So <clears throat> again, the, this Kali had this thought, ah, that's really anger. So decided to test her more. Wow. don't know whether lucky or unlucky. Huh? This is the true teacher of our patience. So the the so Kali got up even later in the day. Yeah. Then Lady Vedika said to her, Hey Kali, again asked the same question and again she just said no reason. So on the third day. On the third day what happened? On the third day <coughs> the lady got so upset, scolded her, No reason you wicked slave, and yet you get up even later in the day. And angered and displeased, she grabbed hold of a rolling pin and gave her a whack over the head, cutting it open. Then Kali, the slave with blood streaming from her cut-open head, went and denounced her mistress to the neighbours. See, ladies, the gentle one's handiwork, the mild-tempered one's handiwork, see the calm one's handiwork. How could she angered and displeased with her only slave for getting uh, up after they break grab hold of a rolling pin and give her a whack over the head, cutting it open? So after this, uh, this lady Vihika become known as the lady Vihika who is vicious, foul-tempered, and violent. <laughs> yeah. So the Buddha advised the monks. A monk may be ever so gentle, ever so maltempered, ever so calm, as long as he is not touched by disagreeable aspects of speech, but it is only when disagreeable aspects of speech touch him that he can be, he can truly be known as gentle, maltempered, and calm. I don't call him a monk easy to admonish if he is easy to admonish and makes himself easy to admonish only by reason of ropes arms, food, lodging, and medicinal requisites for curing the sick. Why is that? Because if he doesn't get ropes, arms, food, lodging, and medicinal requisites for curing the sick, then he isn't easy to admonish and doesn't make himself easy to admonish. But if a monk is easy to admonish and makes himself easy to admonish, purely out of esteem for the Dharma, respect for the Dharma, reverence for the Dharma, then I call him easy to admonish. So monks, you should train yourselves, we will be easy to admonish and make ourselves easy to admonish purely out of esteem for the Dharma, respect for the Dharma, reverence for the Dharma. That's how you should train yourself. Hmm. Uh, this sutta has uh, quite a few other um, areas. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> Uh, I'm going to just um, go down to the last part, which talk about the simile of the saw. Uh, later, if we have time, I'll go through, because the Buddha also highlighted five aspects of speech. Yeah. So the Buddha said, monks, uh, even if bandits were to carve you up savagely, limb after limb with a two-handed saw, you among he among you who let his heart get angered, even at that, would not be doing my bidding. Even then, you should train yourselves. Our minds will be unaffected and we will say no evil words. We will remain sympathetic with a mind of goodwill and with no inner hate. We will keep pervading these people with an awareness imbued with goodwill and with beginning with them and beginning with them. We will keep pervading the all-encompassing world with an awareness imbued with goodwill, abundant, enlarged, immeasurable, free from hostility, free from ill-will. That's how you should train yourself. Monks, if you attend constantly to this admonition on the simile of the soul, do you see any aspects of speech, slight or gross, that you cannot endure? The monks replied, No. Then the Buddha said, then attend constantly to this admonition on the simile of the soul that will be for your long term welfare and benefit and happiness. That is what the Blessed One said. Gratified the monks delighted in the monk in the Blessed One's words. Hmm. So a few things. Uh, for one uh, we may we may notice that this is the Buddha's instructions to the monks. Yeah, number one. So we may think, but sufu this is for monks, <laughs> uh, We are lay, we all are lay people. Yeah, not relevant to y'all. Uh, the Buddha said, anyone who seeks to remove evil, uh, to purify themselves, uh, can be known as a monk, as an ascetic. Yeah. If we look at most of the suttas most of the suttas are for monks uh, because th- that's, the, that's the audience, that's the person that the Buddha was teaching most of the time but if you think about it uh, what's the purpose of monkhood? it is to attain liberation does it mean that only monks want liberation? Uh, lay people also want liberation, is it? What is liberation? Liberation from suffering. So if you want liberation from suffering, the teachings for the monks uh, by and large should apply to us, especially for this. Yeah. Uh, but the second thing that you may also observe is, um, the the earlier story uh, has the Lady Vedika attacking that, that, uh, the slave uh, the slave Kali but in this case my student didn't attack well. <laughs> my st- this student of mine just merely went over asked the neighbour to change the tap yeah. so this is I, I shared this sutta uh, but I just want to highlight sometimes uh, people sh- throw us use the use the you are a buddhist cut yeah to manipulate us to in a way emotionally black us blackmail us you know strong arm us to do what they want us to do oh because i'm a buddhist so uh i cannot ask you to change to i cannot ask you to to do some changes no i don't think that's right uh. Uh, especially if you are living in uh, the same building, and if your your fixture that is non-standard affects um, your neighbor, your neighbor has a, then you have the right, to, you know, if if person A uh, install a certain fixture that disturbs person B, and this is uh this is a building that you are staying in, just because you are Buddhist. I, I doesn't mean that we have to then bear with anything that comes. There's a difference between speaking our mind versus getting upset over it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with speaking our mind. Uh. Uh, you think about it, the Buddha also speaks his mind. Right? <laughs> the Buddha wants the, the monks to change or so on. Right? Uh, I think sometimes Sometimes we may have the r- impression that um, either um, that because someone is a Buddhist, so we can expect them to to bend over. You know, like a doormat. Like a whatever other people wishes, then we must go along. Um, yeah. I... Uh, I, I don't see why we cannot um, uh, bring this up. The, the, the challenge is to bring it up without anger or displeasure. Uh, this is not so easy. If we just don't bring up, maybe easier. <laughs> yeah? Easier, ma? We just endure. Uh, but can you endure, can you put up with it without anger and displeasure? Because speaking up or not speaking up, to me, is not so much the problem. <laughs> yeah, if you can uh, accept it without anger and displeasure, uh, then that's okay also. Uh, but uh, if you speak up with anger and displeasure, also okay. Yeah, uh, but not so easy. Hmm. Not so easy. Uh, So, this is one area that we can, in a way, practice patience also. Yeah. Um, I have just uh, shifted. In the previous place that I stayed in, uh, my neighbor, the, because it's uh, the, the devotee who offered me the place to stay, That place is a, is a private house. So, the neighbors are actually just one wall apart now. And the it's a two two lane street, and the, the the neighbors opposite is just two two lanes away, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, I had this neighbor who who has this interesting uh, uh, what do you call that? They have this activity that at about eleven plus twelve, they will start a gathering. And they like to sit in the balcony area and chit chat, you know, friends get together, they chit chat, and then they'll laugh, and they'll, I think, I don't know whether they drink, but they, they will make merry and they'll chit chat and, you know, yeah. Uh, and the, <laughs> the, 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 the challenging part is, they'll do this the whole night until five plus six o'clock seven when the, the literally for the whole night and then at the end of the day or rather at the start of the next day then they will they were end so um, yeah fortunately it didn't happen too often yeah, but the past the past one two months during the festive Chinese New Year period, uh, they really did that quite a bit mm. yeah Tracy says uh, yeah, she agree need to bring up without anger yes, nothing I' bring up so in my case, uh, yeah I, I thought I'll bring up to them also <laughs> uh, because I think to uh, to to do it in the middle of the night where the 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 conversation and the laughter is heard uh, it's not directly opposite also it's one or two units adjacent and then it's opposite but I can hear it yeah when I shared with uh, a student uh, <laughs> he, he said something very funny he said sifu this is your problem Huh? <laughs> what is it? My problem? He said, because you don't sleep with aircon. <laughs> uh, I'm like, huh? And he said, this this is a uh, landed property, so everybody here sleep with the aircon on, the windows are closed, so it doesn't disturb anybody except you. So you are the problem. <laughs> uh, I thought we had a good laugh over that. Yeah. Uh. In the end, I didn't, I didn't tell them anything. Um, I think this is the nature of this world. Ah. Uh, unless you can go and buy an island. Ah. Otherwise, it's very difficult. Yeah. Having said that, I think it's give and take. Yeah. Uh, it's give and take. The challenge is one, how can we bring it up without being angered or displeased? two, How can we bring it up and be able to convince the other person uh, to help us solve this problem? Oftentimes we will find that if you bring it up by telling the person that the person has a problem, it's less likely that people want to do anything about it. but if we somehow I don't say that it's easier I mean, sometimes it's just very difficult if we can somehow get the person to see this not as your problem not as his problem but as a problem to be solved and to at least that person to help out to solve this problem uh, that means that person is rendering you help sometimes people are more willing to yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, to to me, the the first thing is to see, check ourselves whether there's anger and displeasure. Yeah. Uh, I, I I say this not. <laughs> I don't think it's easier. Sometimes. You you, all all of you who are watching this, you must know that. It is easy for us to talk about it now. Uh, but not so easy when it's happening to you. Especially when, uh, let's say, at 10 plus 11, you're about to sleep. And then your neighbor go and water the plants, la, go and wash the whatever. And then your, 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 your tap just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of course, some of us get used to it. So, uh, but if you are not feeling well uh, the slightest sound can be very disturbing also uh, yeah. so as always number one keep calm yourself number two uh, if you can do something about it do something about it without getting angry but if you can't then you just have to accept right? you really at the end of the day if you don't accept that how you you want to move away over one tap? Yeah, not possible. Mm. Oh. So uh, this is the this is a sutta. Uh, I have posted the link. You all can take a look at the at the sutta. Yeah, it's a very interesting uh, very interesting sutta. Mm. Okay. Uh, any any other questions to to ask Uh, just nice 259 if you have any questions you all can ask now if uh, I will just hold until about 305 or 310 if you all have any questions or thoughts you all can share Self help by wearing earplugs. <laughs> yeah, that's what <coughs> someone suggested to me before uh, regarding some other matters. Yeah. Uh, if you uh, if you try wearing earplugs, uh, you'll know. I tried wearing earplugs before. For some people, it's okay. For me, when I wear earplugs, the air movement is a bit strange. Yeah, then I and my nose gets affected. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe you have to... I don't know. If yeah. you try to change the outside world, outside world cannot be changed, then you have to change yourself. What to do? Mm. Let me see. Uh I think that's about that. Um uh, there's actually something funny. Uh uh Xi said thank you. to no, don't mention Oh Lock John just shat neighbors from hell uh yeah, sometimes the what we see usually is the end result. There's a lot of resentment that develop over time. Yeah, and yeah, um, not easy for third party to comment also, because you're not the one who is facing the neighbor, you know. Because you never know Maybe Party A Has already tried Being nice Festive bread, Offer food You know Then greet each other But then the other person Gives you one face Every day For Whole year round Then how <laughs> Yeah We can always say We can always say Oh Buddha said You know No matter what happened, You must be calm You must be kind uh, That I think we should Go towards that Yeah uh, I don't mean to say that we should not do that. And I also don't mean to say that uh, we shouldn't go in that direction. But I say that it's understandable uh, if after putting in much effort, trying uh, over... Because neighbours is not just a one-day thing, you know. It's not like you go to food court then the the, the, the opposite pers- the person sitting next to you make a lot of noise. Yeah. And then you, you you're you not happy. Uh if you're at a food court, you know, at most you move to another table. Yeah. Otherwise you just bear with that one meal after that it's over, ma. But neighbours is a bit tricky because, you know, day in, day out. Yeah. So Esther says, we have very noisy neighbours even in the middle of the night making so much noise. We just meditate to calm our minds and ears shut. Yeah. So if you can, you know, uh, do something for ourselves uh, but uh, important thing is whether we uh we seek the help of the authorities because after ten o'clock if there's still a, a lot of noise uh, I think we 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 can always you know just ask our neighbors nicely yeah the trouble sometimes with people is. When people ask you to be to, to to not be so noisy and then people are not happy So I can also understand why some people choose not to go and speak up. Well speak up, then after if you if you call the neighborhood police, then your neighbors know that all oh, must be you la know <laughs> you came and knocked on my door ma, now you now the police come must be you. So nobody wants to be the Pai Lama. Right? Nobody wants to be the bad guy. So what to do? Ayah oh, this is, the, this is the this is Vietnam maybe that's why the Buddha said the lay life is dusty is noisy yeah. uh, stay in the forest better <laughs> yeah, but cannot be helped uh. wherever you stay as i said unless you go and buy an island i wanted to also just share in Katsuri something quite interesting so yesterday when I was going to NTU, uh, the, Grab driver, the Grab driver started talking to me, you know, asking me why I become a monk. Yeah, it started off with him asking me uh, how, how long I've been a monk uh, and I told him, that, you know, guess. Then he asked me how old I am. Then <laughs> I'm like, you're not, you not guessing, but that's not guessing. Yeah, then we started talking. Then in the end, it turned out that he is actually an evangelist pastor. He 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 he, he said that about himself. He said that he's an evangelist and a pastor, yeah. And for the most part of the of the journey, he was trying t- uh, to to share with me the good word, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So at, at some point, I told him. I said, no no stop stop. You're you're switching into the. It, into the preacher preaching mode, in the evangelist mode. And then he's like, "Uh, what do you mean? I told him, uh, for the longest time, you know, evangelists, when they talk to you, they don't respect you. They, they only want to talk, they don't want to listen. Yeah, I mean, this is a fact, you know. <laughs> I, I told him, I said, there's no conversation. Conversation is two ways. But if you only want to talk, and I, you don't want to listen, then... How is that respect? Jesus Christ, did you have to be respectful, right? Yeah, but anyway, we we had an interesting conversation. Yeah, we I we exchanged. I I I he asked for my number in the end. He he said that uh, no one has escaped him before. <laughs> I told I told him I've been a monk longer than uh pastor. Yeah, so he just texted me yeah, last night. I replied him today. Yeah, we we'll probably have a uh, meet up, catch up yeah I personally don't mind because I know myself very well. I know Buddhism well enough to choose to become a monk uh, and I'm not a stranger to Christianity. Uh, evangelists no less yeah, I, I have a lot of friends who are Christians. I've met a lot of uh, evangelists on the street before uh, yeah, I just thought that's funny. I wanted to just share with your. Uh, the trouble the the, the, the trouble is, um, I told him. I said, you see, if uh, I the moment we want to convert people, um, we are not respecting people's religion, or at least we are not respecting their choice of religion. Yeah, <clears throat> and if 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 everybody. Yeah, in Singapore there are 10 major religions I'm very sure if we try hard enough <laughs> once you ask me how young are you? Yeah. Uh, guess uh, I think wh- w- whichever religion you are if you try hard enough you can always find justification to go out to preach to try to proselytize nice. but if everybody do that there will be chaos you know yeah, So I shared with him this funny story I said uh, it's, a, it's like a thought experiment I said Imagine if someone Go to your house And asks you uh, Whether your mother is in And after you said No, your mother is not in And you ask why And the person then said Oh, um, I think your mother is not happy with your father And, he, and that he knows someone Who is more suitable uh, and ask the mother to contact him, and maybe go out for, for a date, you know, get to know that the other guy. And I I I don't I don't see how anyone would be pleased with that, yeah. So I asked I asked him like, will it be okay with it? And then he said, no, cannot, or something. Then I said, okay. So the question, the choice of marriage and the choice of religion which is more secret which is more um uh, you know more important <laughs> it was quite funny he said marriage I'm like, huh? hey, i said I, I reminded him i said you yeah, are pastor you know <laughs> how can you say that yeah so uh so, I reminded him, I said, uh, oh, 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 then he said, Well, marriage is for a whole life, you know. Then I told him, But choice of religion is, for your, is eternal, or how can you say that marriage is more important? Yeah, he, he, he didn't really give a, a clear answer. The point is, if you think about it, marriage of, uh, the choice of marriage versus choice of religion uh, the two of them if if you can compare them side by side choice of religion should be more secret isn't it? because choice of marriage is just a life partner I mean not just but compared to religion religion is you know more secret so my point to him was if we get offended if someone proposition. To our mother over her choice of life partner of marriage, why should we be okay with people trying to proposition to us over our choice of religion? I'm not saying that we cannot share, yeah, but not to share unsolicitedly, yeah. So, yeah, otherwise. <laughs> uh, Wow, why, why, why are y'all so let's not talk about sutta nobody comment sifu uh, talk about how yeah, about the grab driver asking sifu my, my age y'all are so curious sifu how young are you Uh, young but should have elder she already yeah <laughs> so anyway okay so since there's no other questions or thoughts yeah, uh, we'll end here uh, but don't be don't be mistaken uh. my comments about the, about uh, earlier on um, is about it's is just my sharing of my conversation with this rap driver oh, I also told him that it is not right for him to be proselytizing to be sharing uh, on religion when he's uh, driving yeah, or when, when he's uh, like he said that he would uh, share about the Bible when, uh, when in the past when he was a sales salesman or something. Uh, I said this is not right, yeah, because you are not being professional. When you are driving, you should be focusing on driving. If you want to share, you should be sh- sharing on transport. Yeah, it's like if you go and see a doctor, and the doctor start to share with you about maybe not not Christianity for you go to see a doctor and the, the doctor tell you about Buddha, <laughs> that's also not right. I don't say that it's not professional simply because it's a, a pastor, it's an evangelist Christian. No. Even if it's a Buddhist, yeah. if you go to a public school and a teacher start to invite you, <laughs> to tell you, oh, you know, uh, uh, you want to study, you, you want to get good grades, you must pray to Kwan Sin Pusa. That's her... If, if, if the teacher has such a belief, that's her right. But, should not share that in, in class. yeah. Uh, whether it's Buddhism, Christianity, Taoism, Hinduism, Islam, or otherwise. Yeah. Unless you are in a... I don't know. Um, unless these students... Are your personal friends. You know, that's a different thing. In a public service... If, when you're in the service capacity yeah that's not right <laughs> uh, but I I don't think I don't think it will stop uh. yeah I just hope that I just hope that uh, we don't we don't yeah you, you see I, I, I just think how to have harmony and peace if if everybody try to replace reduce and remove other religion yeah like as though we don't have enough problem <laughs> in this as it is. Ah, beautiful. <laughs> okay, let's wrap it up and then I will have to start the, the other session. The Diamond Sutract. So